listener, and welcome once again to the Lanted Hallway. Surely that should be Slanted Hallway. Have we renamed the program? Well, maybe we did, maybe we didn't. Either way, it's some kind of hallway, and I'm here. What's more, we've got a story to tell. Tonight's story revolves around a ghost. Or does it? Are ghosts real? Are mediums really in communication with the other side? All questions will have to be solved by Rex Vanderbilt, one of the most successful magicians of vaudeville, a man of high scruples who, although he has dedicated his whole life to magic, has decided to also prove there's no magic in the world. Interesting fellow. You'd have to have something seriously wrong with you to spend every waking hour proving to people that the tricks you perform are just tricks. What, does he think I don't not know that? Sure, every magician is just doing sleight of hand or moving mirrors around. Except, of course, for the fellow down on Virginia Street. My word, the way those cards move around, and you're telling me he hasn't really got the gift of the second sight? Well, anyway, here's Three Ring Seance. Dr. Brown, the patient is uh, ready? Sehr gut. Mr. Vanderbilt should be here any minute. Uh, about that, Herr Doctor. I know it's not really my place to say. Uh, but? But I really don't think this treatment... Uh, I, I don't think Mr. Vanderbilt should be seeing the patient. Und warum ist das? Well, for starters, he isn't a doctor. Uh, he has no experience in the field of psychiatry. I mean, we didn't even give him directions to the hospital. Precisely. If he can find his way here, then he will prove his immaculate powers. He is no idle magician. He is the finest prestidigitator the world has ever known. He is a champion of the art and a man who is dedicated to rooting out hucksters of all kinds. I'm aware of all that. It's just... Ahem! As I was saying, there are the many people in this world who attempt to con the people out of the money and the other stuff, probably by the way of a seance... You know, a few cheap parlor tricks and sad, desperate people all give over anything for just one more chance to speak with their departed loved ones. So... So, Mr. Vanderbilt has proven time and time again that we cannot, as of yet, commune meet the totem. And, uh, how exactly is that going to help us here? The man in that next room is so insane... He believes himself to be a ghost. Mr. Vanderbilt has all the necessary skills to prove to him that he isn't. Dr. Brown, we're, we've tried everything and haven't gotten through to the patient. I really don't see how this common magician will do anything better than us. All right, fine. I will let you in on the truth. I'm all out of options. I've tried everything. No tool in our arsenal has yet worked for this man. 
unusual and strange as it may sound, the magician may be our only hope of saving the patient. Surely there's something we haven't tried. No. I told him he wasn't a ghost. I plied him with heavy sedatives. I have given him a lobotomy and run enough electricity through his head to power a pontoon motorboat. Hell, I even tied him to a lawnmower just to see what would happen, and nothing has yet worked. Surely again, there's still something. Maybe there is. You know, I studied under a doctor who would and could do anything. But that's the past. And besides, that was back when I worked in Argentina. You know, if this patient had a twin, I think we might be able to get a lot farther with... Ah, and that must be him. Send him in. Oh, Dr. Brown, is that you? Yes, that's me, and this will be our attending orderly, Miss... I'm Rex Vanderbilt, magician extraordinaire and the best patisserie this side of the Elba. Now, I understand you have a fake ghost pretending to be a real ghost, is that right? Well, no, not exactly. Ah, so let me guess, you're one of those dumb, dumb goofballs who thinks ghosts are real. Now, what I am trying to say is that this gentleman is a mental patient. The guy in the scrubs. Yeah, I could tell just by his outfit that something was wrong with him. No, that's the attending orderly. As I was trying to explain... Oh, believe me, I'm pretty good at keeping everything in order all by myself. Tallest to shortest, longest to shortest, you name it. So long as it ends in shortest, I can make it happen. Let's just move on to the patient, shall we? Of course, lead the way. In the meantime, I'll arrange these matchsticks by height. Uh, wouldn't they all be the same? Buddy, <laughs> if they are, I'll have a nervous breakdown. Now please, uh, tell me about this lying not a ghost. You know... I'm starting to have my doubts about this whole thing. Now, let me stop you right there. Right here, in the middle of this hallway. Hmm? There is no magic. There are no ghosts. You see, I use a variety of tactics, both ancient and modern, proven and more rarely experimental. If there is a real ghost, believe me, I'll find it. And... Since there aren't, well, I can prove that just as easily. Well, you're the only option we've got left. Well, you saved the best for last. Here is the patient's room. Good luck. Luck isn't real either. It's just well-placed pockets of fairy dust. Hello. Is there a ghost in here? I am a ghost. Well, then why can I see you? I choose to let you see me. Mm. All right, then. How can you be wearing earthly clothing, then? 
its ghost clothes. Alright, how am I grabbing you right now? You're not. That's just my... Uh, admit you're not a ghost! I am. You are not a ghost! I... Uh, you feel that draining out of you? That's life. Ghosts are supposed to be already dead. Uh, Another case uh, solved by me, Rex Vanderbilt, magician extraordinaire. Another case of false ghostliness proven to be false by Rex Vanderbilt. Yes, he certainly is incredible, a genius respected by more than just the world of magic, but by the world of psychiatric medicine. In our world, dear listener, I'd imagine a Nobel in a quiet cottage in the country would be awaiting him. Unfortunately for Mr. Vanderbilt, his next escapade will require a flight, direct service, to a ley line on top of a portal directly to the slanted hallway. Step right up, folks. Step right up. Yes, 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 all you've heard is true. Just through this opening in this very canvas tent is a portal to another dimension. Enter through this flap and gaze directly into Tartarus, the underworld, Hades in all its foul, livid glory. How? How, I hear you asking. That's correct. Good. I lost most of my hearing during the war. Why, it's easy. Through the wondrous power of the night-walking lady of the night herself, Madame Pontifex, the greatest clairvoyant, living or dead. Well, how can you be sure of that? She asked, and the dead said she was. How much does this cost, I hear you asking? No, I haven't said that yet. Then surely, sir. Surely, I have the gift of the second sight as well. Step right up, folks, and witness the greatest carnival barker slash fortune teller in the world. That's me, just outside this very tent flop. Well, this is ridiculous. Ridiculously affordable. Just $15 for a clairvoyant the Cleveland Times called Passable, and a barker whose father called him Unremarkable. Fifteen dollars? How in the world are they getting away with these prices? Please, sir, just go in and see. I've never had to talk to anyone this long before, and I'm starting to have a panic attack. I haven't felt this desperate to be away from the world since I was pinned down and chosen. Here, take it. Well, let's see what fifteen dollars can buy these days. Ah, I see you've finally arrived. Yes, 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 very mystical. I suppose the ghouls from the netherworld told you I was coming, is that it? I've had no contact with the Dutch. The spirits foretold your coming, Marcus Bromley. I doubt you'd know who I was if I hadn't just left the name tag convention. Just make the table float and tell me I've got a sweetheart back in Basking Ridge and I'll be on my way. If you would like your future foretold, or your loved ones brought back, I'm afraid you'll have to wait for the show. Oh. So your powers only work if there's a crowd. 
Mr. Bromley, when you are given great power, you must use it sparingly. And since you've come here to investigate me, it is only natural that I'd expect you to pay. Uh, what, what do you mean when you say investigate? You're a spy! Come to find some proof that I'm a fraud! Well, you're going to have to wait until tomorrow. Tonight's performance is sold out. Well, what? How could you possibly know I'm a spy? I'm psychic. Now get out and take your hidden camera with you. You can see that? You hid it by hanging it around your neck. Uh... Hello? Rex? It's Mark, this broad Madame Pontifex. Real name Gertrude Beer Mug. She's exactly what you're looking for. Is that so? Give me the details. I'm having a good day, and Mary's feeling better, not that you asked. Mark, please. I've spent the whole morning in the children's ward proving that laughter isn't the best medicine, and in 15 minutes I gotta go teach a groundhog how to read a calendar. I really don't have time for pleasantries, so now just tell me what the scoop is. Well, fine. She's a mystic, a psychic, palm reader, all that, but also she claims to be able to commune directly with the dead. And those rubes are buying it? And how? <laughs> oh, she's charging an arm and a leg for a seat, and every show's sold out. If we can prove she's a phony, you'll go down in history as the greatest party pooper of all time. What? No goodbye? What is with this guy? I... No, no, no. You see, the ball isn't under any of the cups. He simply pocketed it while he was moving them around. Oh, come on. Bup, bup, bup. Those rings don't fit on the bottles. You'll never land the toss. Aww. Oh, and he's just gonna guess your weight is 300 pounds because you're fat. Aww. Man, that guy sucks. Rex, about time you showed up. Sorry, I saw a lot of people enjoying themselves in a way I don't necessarily approve of. Now, did you get the tickets? Yeah, we're all set for tonight's show. Good, good. Now, what exactly does she do at one of these, anyway? A classic stuff, like I said. Uh, but here's a full program for tonight. Oh, grand. Let's see here. Madam Pontifex, from the people who brought you the coffin telegram. Wow, those fraudsters sure have got a type. She looks just like the model they got for their cemetery phone service. A dead ringer. THE dead ringer. Anyway, being associated with those clowns should be proof enough. Hey man, uh, Gonzo's been doing well this season, and Honky's juggling is really coming along. Everyone knows juggling is just throwing. I proved it. Now, if you'll allow me, I'd like to discuss the program. 
First thing up, she's gonna do a psychic reading of some envelopes. A classic one ahead. Yeah, I know. I'm the skeptic or whatever. Then she's gonna do some faith healing. By the way, did you bring the x-ray? No, but a corner friend of mine will be able to prove what killed them. Well, fine. That'll work well enough. No, her final act. Am I reading that right? To left? No, you should be reading left to right. I know it's hard because these pabin flits are printed on Japanese cardstock, but... No, I mean, look here at the final act. Bending spoons? Yeah, okay, I was reading that correctly. What's wrong with that? Well, it's fairly anticlimactic, if you ask me. Well, have you ever seen her bend spoons before? No, I haven't, but... Well, imagine taking a spoon and uh, turning it into the shape of, um, I don't know, a dog or something like that. And that's what she does? I mean, that could be it. I know as much as you do. Preposterous. No one knows as much as me. I'm the smartest person you've ever met. Of course, sir. Well, if she's really gonna finish off the night with bespoke spoon animals, well... Let's just say she's not gonna make it to the spoon bending. Is there such an expression? I'm just saying she's not gonna get to that part of the show. Yeah, it's a lot to fit in an hour and a half. Because we are going to prove she's fake before then. Oh, right, I forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for shall soon be upon us. What strange otherworldly creatures shall make their presence known on this very dais? What mystical forgotten lore shall be unearthed? Questions that only be answered by one person. She who existed neither in this world or the next. The dweller of the bridge, the ferryman of the damned. The one, the only, Madam Pontifex. Well, here's the thing. I've written a message in a coded language. If she really is a mind reader, she'll have no trouble deciphering it. But, if she's the fraud we know she is, she won't be able to crack it. Then what? Then, we take the stage, Show these folks that they've had the wool pulled over their eyes and give them a real show. If we pull this off, we'll be in every paper tomorrow morning. You got it, bud. Let's sit back and enjoy this catastrophe. Welcome, dear friends, travels of the mind, to the gateway that leads from this life to the next. Over the next 90 minutes, you will see and hear things that defy science, subvert expectation, and challenge every belief you hold dear to your heart. Laying it on pretty thick, huh? Yeah. But they gave three mustard packets. 
we shall begin with the simple. That which other so-called magicians claim is the divine or dark arts. Watch as this table rises through the air. Jeez, you can really see the strings. Now watch as I cut these strings and the table continues to rise. Wow, that's crazy. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Yeah, I'm seeing it. Nothing new, really. But this, dear friends, is not what you have come to see. As the table takes a right-hand turn and moves toward the marked exit signs, so too shall the reality you have all known leave with it, along with any children under the age of 12. Before this very performance, some of you were asked to write message down on cards and place them into these envelopes. I will now, without opening them, read the cards. All right, Marky boy, this is it. As soon as she hits my card, we'll be able to nab her. I'll get the business cards ready. <laughs> now this first card, it is difficult to understand what it means. Oh, please. She's really giving it her all, huh? What an actress. It has been written in some kind of code or cipher. Very interesting. My first real challenge in years. Rex. Shut up! Let's see what this broad is about to do. Yes, highly unusual. You see, friends, if I were to read this card as written, it would make very little sense. It seems that whoever wrote this was trying to make me seem like some kind of fool. Rex, I... I think she's on to us. She's putting on a show, you idiot. She must have looked at it before or something. Probably had one of her carny friends tell her it was weird. Ah, now I know what this is. We have a special guest in the audience, Rex Wanderbilt. A man who prides himself on proving those with mystic powers are fakers and frauds. I tell you now that many who claim to have the gift are just that. I, however, am not. She knows we're here? You were in her dressing room yesterday. Oh yeah, right. Well, Mr. Wanderbilt, I shall prove you are the fool now. The message reads, I'm a phony, I'm fake, I'm a lonely lying snake. However, using an Enigma machine it would read, My name is Rex Vanderbilt and you've been outed. I am Rex Vanderbilt and you have been... How did you know that? Do you believe me now, Mr. Vanderbilt? Believe what? That you've got a former CIA agent on your staff? Yeah, I believe that. Powers? It's gonna take more than one reading to change my mind. What do you need? I... I... don't need it. I won't accept anything other than the truth. Then the truth you shall have. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Marcus Bromley, an associate of Mr. Wanderbilt, rise, sir. Rex! Rex! I can't feel my legs. I'm walking, but I'm not controlling it. Now, friends, for a grand reveal. Rex, my arms. I can't feel my arms. Oh, God, the pain. It feels like I'm being sanded down. Oh, my mouth. It's, ah, it's like it's filling with varnish. Ah! 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 Oh, my. No. 
Marcus, what's happening to you? Marcus, my god, he's turned into... In, into... The very table which I levitated out of the room. Or rather, he has turned back into that table. You mean... Yes, dear Rex, he was a table this whole time. Since the show started? Since you met him at UVM? No, no, it can't be. Magic isn't real, this isn't possible. It is. Now, Mr. Wonderbilt, you will say that you believe. I b- I b- b- I believe in magic! You are the greatest sorceress and carpenter in the world! Three cheers for Madame Pontifax! Hip, hip, hooray! Well, there you have it, a classic tale of slanted horror, wherein a person who believed the world worked one way was shown that the world is not what they thought at first the world was. That's the summary my game of Boggle gave me, and I thought it was pretty good. Tune in next week, dear listeners, where a fire at a carnival releases all the freaks. The city of Hoboken is terrorized by bearded women, Polynesian mermaids, and most frightfully of all, overpriced fried dough. But that will have to wait until next week. Good night.